Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This, this, this is an Intel Studios production. I mean, I'm literally clinging on to you for dear life. Yes, I mean, a sync clap. Yeah. Or like, like to make it look like we know what, like we're, we know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the people that, that don't know this, which is everybody, this is the third time we've tried to record this oh, this please. week. Oh, please. We've bought new podcasting equipment and on each occasion it has failed on us. Not due to the equipment, but due to our lack of knowledge of how to use it. We're learning. But yeah. this is how you learn. By, by failing. You fail, you learn. Yeah. You fail, you learn. There is someone else doing a podcast that's really good about that. Oh, yeah, there is, isn't Elizabeth there? Day. Yeah. How but to fail. If it was a choice between her and us, you listen to us, right? Yeah. I mean, we can plug other podcasts, but only to a certain extent. Yeah, and she doesn't need any plugging because she's huge. She's huge. Yeah. <laughs> she's award-winning. Yeah, we're not. We're Yet. not, it would seem. Yet. It is worth saying a bigger thank you to everybody who yeah. voted for us in the... Really appreciate it. UK thank you so much. Awards. Not sure who won, but it was someone who'd been podcasting for seven years. Okay. Beat us. Yeah. We've only fine. been doing this a year and a half, so you know we're oh, either, that's okay. We've either got to get better, yeah. or encourage more people or be to vote. on longer. Yeah. Hello, everybody. I hope you're all all right. This is making the cut with me, Michael Douglas, and me, Davina McCall. And this is where we recommend things to you. We don't review things necessarily. We just recommend them. Uh, anything that we've come across that we like, whether it's a toothpaste, or whether it's a type of hummus. Or on that, <laughs> yeah. Um, God, I'm gonna I'm gonna get on to you and come back to you about the most amazing hummus that Harriet, yeah, who um, stays with us a lot, recommended. Mm-hmm. It's the smoothest hummus you I've like, ever had. You like smooth hummus, do you? Well, I, I didn't, to be honest, okay. like smooth hummus, mm-hmm. but they do this hummus, and it's just like cream. Okay. Well, I'd be interested it's in trying very that. Very nice. I like a bit of texture to me hummus. What my mum calls it hummus. <laughs> She's Scottish. Is that uh, how they say it in I, Scotland? I don't, I don't know. Or is that just how your mum says it? It's, a, it's certainly how she says it. She says, "Oh, Mike, have you got any of that hummus?" And I always think. <laughs> I mean, it is a fancy new food hummus, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I tried to it's, get it. It's not a food from the 70s. We didn't have hummus in the 70s. I went back to Leyland to my hometown and went to Quicksave uh, and struggled to get hummus. Hummus. Uh, no, it's hummus. Don't it, start calling it hummus. Well, they were not keen. They thought I was, you know, an arrogant, posh person asking for something that didn't exist. But is that like, true? Come on, it's hummus. It's that... like gravy, for goodness sake. Yeah, well, it is like gravy now. Like it's everywhere. All, ch- all kids, yeah. if you're stuck for a meal for your children, it's like raw veg and hummus. Yeah, it is. If, like, you know, eat that. Joel, Joel's favourite sandwich is ham and hummus. If he's not feeling that great, mm. I said, do you want a ham and hummus sandwich? He goes, oh, yeah. When I was a little girl, yeah. I mean, that's so healthy. When I was a little girl, it was chicken noodle soup. Yeah. Packet. Packet chicken noodle soup. Mine was cold beans on toast with vinegar. Oh, Ronnie just tried the acupressure mat. <laughs> she just she just walked. Oh, it hasn't got the spikes up. Uh, okay, that's fine. So so yes, th- this is uh, making the cut. And um, last time we spoke to you, we were just about to watch England play in the <gasps> semi-finals, which God. they won. That was a really ex- great, it, that was it? really really exciting. And then obviously we watched the final separately. Yeah. Um, I have to say yeah. that um. I mean, this feels a bit weird because I did say all of this to you last night when yeah, we yeah. recorded the podcast last night, but... It vanished, got deleted. It vanished. And m- my my friend Alice, who's yeah. a football <laughs> fanatic, yeah. um, she'd said to me yesterday, because I was talking about my son and how I was a little bit worried about how upset he's going to be, you know, when, mm-hmm. when he sort of, if um, England don't win. And I actually did think, you know, we really could win and we very nearly did win. So... And Alice said, you must explain to him that we have won either way. You know, we are, we've won because the whole country 
England has come together to unite mm -hmm. a, behind this team who have been so brilliantly led by Gareth Southgate. And we should all be so proud of that. And we are all so proud of that. Yeah, of course. And it felt very uniting and really amazing and wonderful and together. And I, I was so excited about the fact that either way we win, you know. Yeah, and then I mean. afterwards, I, I, it has slightly been tainted by the terrible yes. behaviour of the small minority of people that just can't go to football yeah. without anger, yes. <laughs> torment, <laughs> yeah. bullying. It's part of the game, I think, sadly. But um, why? Um, I don't understand. Well, because it's competition, I think. It's just in the nature, I think, of human beings, I think, to to want to win. And when you lose, it's just extremely... But painful. I think they would have behaved appallingly, that small minority, if we'd won. They would have behaved appallingly towards the Italians or... Uh, it's yes, it's there so, yeah. is a percentage of football fans and it's very small I mm. think well, but I who think... will behave appallingly whatever the yes. outcome but I do think the, the important thing is it's a tiny minority mm. so I don't think you know the, the media have largely portrayed this idea that it's it's all about racism and it's all about hate but actually it's not the vast majority of people I mm. think were delighted. They love yes. football again. They cannot wait for the summer next yes. year. Yes. <gasps> and it will not be about race next year either, unless the media make it about race. We just want to win. And we. Uh, that it was is at bad, the very though. The, the, what happened to those boys mm -hmm. was bad. It's, it, it's appalling. It yes. is appalling. And we need, to, we need to condone that in a very big way. No, is condone the wrong opposite word? I don't know. I I'm not condoning it. it. Yes, I'm not condoning it. Or is it? What I'm saying is, it was bad. We didn't like it. It was bad. God, that's terrible. I don't know that. I think you're right. I'm there. having a you're slightly menopausal guessing. moment. I think it's funny that, uh, you know, when you used to do the million pound drop, yes. you used to say it's the first answer, like, don't question it. Yes, yes. I think you. you okay, were right. well, but I just don't want to say the wrong thing. I'm so <laughs> yeah, frightened. I'm going to get cancelled. Subject, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, well done, England. Yes. And well done, all the lovely fans. And well done, Gareth. Uh, that said, we love you. Uh, we're wonderfully supportive. And of course, Saka, things. who plays yeah, for yeah. Arsenal all, as well. We love him. Brilliant. Can't wait for next summer. So that was uh, that was fascinating. I want to talk about. This is something I'm really excited to talk about because it's not often that I get so excited by a piece of music that is, it is literally a banger that I, I woke up this morning going... Literally, and it's not... Crazy shark... It's a piece of music called... It's called We've Lost Dancing. Yes, OK. And I heard it in a spin class mm. and it was sort of halfway through the spin class but I got off my bike and the first thing I did was run up to the teacher and go oh my goodness what was that song about mm. what we've lost in Covid during mm. Covid I said it nearly made me cry I was on this spin bike peddling my little guts out you like it even oh my god you played it to me last night I was like blimey I mean we have a playlist of songs that we dance to we dance to yeah um, during lockdown, we've occasionally got together, put all the lasers on and stuff like that and dance. <laughs> and what I've found is that playlist now has become slightly tired. We need to mm, rejuvenate. Freshen it up. Freshen we need up. to freshen it up. All of a sudden, when you played this last night, I was like, oh my God, it's the birthplace of a new playlist. Yeah, a new playlist. Wow. What Actually, maybe I won't add it to that. Maybe no, we, we start a new, a new one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, basically, it's by Fred again, which I think is a great name. Fred again is a DJ. <laughs> And his Instagram account apparently is Fred again, again, again. Um, but who is he? So he is the man mm -hmm. behind some massive, massive chart hits for Ed Sheeran. Oh, really? Little Mix, George Ezra. I thought Ed Sheeran was behind Ed Sheeran. Well, he's the producer, you see. And the producer, you can write a great song, but the sound of it's so important. Yeah. And he's teamed together with this woman. I love her. She is a sort of woman of the 90s, really. In 2016, Mixmag called her um, DJ of the Year. So really? she's, yeah, she's big. Wow. Um, and her stage name is the Blessed Madonna. Okay. Um, she was called the Black Madonna, mm -hmm. but then it was too contentious, I think, <laughs> yeah, and she just decided to yeah. change, change her name. Yeah. But she was, she was basically, she's actually called Maria. 
Okay. Um, Stamper, but her stage name's the Blessed Madonna. She was a high school dropout. Mm-hmm. And she was bullied basically for her gender sort of non-conforming appearance. She just wouldn't. Okay. She yeah. would. She just wouldn't look like all the other little girls. Yeah. And she started her career in the late nineties, and she sold mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Great. Do you remember those? I do. I mean, they Camden were great. Market was full of people selling mixtapes and mm. mix CDs. I've got three or four absolutely brilliant mix mix CDs from Camden Market. And, and, and I learned a new word mm. as well. She was called one of the world's most exciting turntablists. A turntablist. A turntablist. Mm. I know a joke about DJs. Go on. Is um, it rude and will it offend everybody? It'll offend all DJs. Can I say it? Well, all jokes the are in, offensive. The, the intention. The intention is, is to make us to laugh, make people laugh. Not to, not to offend. offend. Okay, go. So two oh, guys God. sat in the cinema ready to watch a film and one says to the other, I wonder who's on projector. But dumb. Yeah, you get it? It's a good joke, that. I, I don't get it. Really? A projector just projects other people's films and a DJ just plays other people's songs. It's like, I wonder who's on projector. Whoa, it'd be great, this film. Oh. You get it? It's I in, see. It's slightly insulting. It diminishes it's, what a DJ does. It's not a very good joke if you have to explain <laughs> it this much. <laughs> Well, as I've said before, the joke's very good. It's the listening. That's <laughs> not quite good. Um, that was a joke, I mean, gonna... just to clarify, just so you don't, don't, don't go mad. Um, so, wait, I just want to clarify why she had called herself the Black Madonna. It mm-hmm. references the Black Madonna paintings of the Virgin Mary, um, ah. which was a tribute to her family's favourite Catholic saint. Okay. Um, but in response to a Change.org petition that raised concerns of concerns of racial insensitivity she changed her stage name okay in uh, 2020 and she cited controversy confusion pain and frustration caused by the uh, previous name and stated people who shared that devotion devotion loved the name so people that understood the faith yeah yes the got catholic it. faith got it yeah but in retrospect i should have listened harder to other perspectives yeah i guess like if you f- yeah fair yeah. enough right yeah Anyway, the point is, they're both very interesting people, both at the absolute top of their game. They've made this track. It's a really, it's Mm -hmm. a banger. You cannot not dance to it. But there's some words in it that really talk to me and they are very moving. And it's about what we've lost. And one of the things was we've lost dancing. And to me, even when I say we've lost dancing, Mm. it hurts my heart. Yeah, well. Because... I guess, like, football hooligans need to release anger and get fury out of their hearts in some way, and they do that with other people, and they do that at matches and with alcohol. Um, I release tension, and I feel real euphoria Mm -hmm. when I dance and when I listen to music. It takes me to somewhere, Mm. you know, like... No mood-altering substances needed. I just literally, it makes me feel amazing. Just for the people that can't see this, you, you're, as you're saying this, you're playing with a crucifix. <laughs> yes, it's around like my a, neck. It's like a, a religious Well, it moment. is, it is yeah, a, for totally me, it is, it is spiritual. Mm-hmm. And when I heard those lyrics, we've lost dancing, I really was like, oh my God, we, we lost dancing. And then there's a spoken word over this song talking about... Um, we've lost so much, you know, we've lost hugs with people we love, we've mm-hmm. lost friends, you know, that have died, we've um, we've lost dancing, we've lost connection. And it really, when I sat and listened to it, you know, we're on the cusp of coming out of all of mm. that, right? So this Monday, yeah. it's over. We'll have dancing back again. And listening to that track has made me think... It's like coming out of some kind of yes. war or something. It's, I look back and we all were very compliant and we did what we were told to protect the NHS and I'm so proud of us yeah. for doing that. But it was really um, hard, mm. so hard on the NHS. I mean, imagine everybody that listens to that song, like everything that they've lost and how hard life was for them. Yeah. Or anybody that's really suffered or lost. I've got friends of mine that lost both of their parents or... Mm. I mean, you listen to that song, it would really kind of think, God, we've got through it. Yeah. We're, we're, we're here. Yeah. Anyway, I love it. Well, me too. And it, 
I mean, we talked a little bit about the football and losing the football and all mm. that stuff the other day, but there's something more significant about what you're saying, I think. Mm. Um, we're going to go somewhere on Tuesday where mm. we could possibly dance. We might dance. And we'll be <gasps> legally allowed to do that. Together. So I've been to this place a few times before mm. and uh, at midnight. We must phone them and, and say, yes. you need to make a space for, for people. To dance. Well, not just us. Like, <laughs> yeah, just for me. Listen, it's Davina McCall here yeah. and Michael Douglas and we need... We, could, we might not tell it. them that it's not that Michael Douglas and then they'll find us somewhere to yeah, dance, won't they? Yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? I should use mm. my name yeah, a bit it. more often. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, like, it, it'll be great, the idea that we'll, we'll be able to do that and so will everybody else. So what we're recommending people is to dance. Yes. <laughs> On Monday night. Do it. Or Tuesday night. Do it. Uh, but and can you please send us, um, go onto our Instagram page, Making the Cut Podcast. Mm-hmm. And send us pictures of you dancing. Yeah, yes. We want to see dancing. <laughs> we'll post a picture of us dancing. Yeah, yes, we And will. we want to see you dancing. <clears throat> I mean, I'm a very fast dancer, so it's a very blurry picture. Blurry, blurry. But, You're uh, break dancer. Pretty good. Under-14s UK champion. Um, absolutely. What year? 1984? <laughs> 1984, I think. Yeah. So proud of you. I mean, you I'm so proud of you. how long ago that is. It's unbelievable, isn't it? I'm so proud of you. Well, thanks very much. I mean, you know, I've still got some some things going on. So, I, for a while back, you I promised us food this week, yeah. and you've brought it. You've well, delivered. You know, we did recommend food last week. So we recommended mac and cheese. Oh, I did. Yeah, I know. We were so amazed by that lighting we were in. Yeah, we forgot. We everything. forgot everything. You're absolutely right. Anyway, for a while back, I recommended some. Um, Wraps. Wraps. I think they're called. They are so really good. Unbelievable. You, you. I was like, what are these? These are amazing. Yes. Well, do you remember I made you pizzas on them? Yes. Wow. Right. Wow. So they go crispy like a crispy thin pizza. So you can put tomato, mozzarella, and all the bits and pieces on and stick them in the oven. What were they called? Um, I think they're called Piadina or something like that from Sainsbury's. Let me just have a little look because the same company makes something else, and that's what I'm actually going to recommend. But let me just. Uh, have a little look. I mean, you've put warps. I love that. Uh, yeah, no, but it understood it you. It understands me what, what, what's going on here. So what does that say? Piadina? Um, Piadina. They're, co- they're from a company called Croster and Molica. Piadina organic uh, Italian flatbread wraps. But that's not what I'm recommended. I recommended them a while ago and they are... But I'm, I'm highly recommending them. Um, now, you can get them other places as well, but I just happen to... And it's £1.75 for four wraps. You get four. It's very reasonable. But they also do a pizza base. A oh, yeah. But you used that wrap as a pizza base. I did. But this is better? This, well, this is just a pizza base. I mean, this is made for making pizzas. Oh, OK. The other thing was, I guess, what you might call... Is it already... Like in the shape of a pizza base. So there it is. There's a picture of it there for yeah. you to see. So it's the same company called Croster and Molica. Yeah. Would you say? Ready to top pizza base. And it's already got tomato sauce. Oh, so it's it. ready to top. So it's okay. ready to go. It's a sourdough base, a wood mm-hmm. fired sourdough base. And then obviously you just top it with all the bits and pieces. So my kids like pimping their pizzas anyway, as do I. You know? And all little kids. They yes. love food they've made themselves. Oh, right. So it's an introduction to cooking to a certain mm. extent. But also, I love pimping the pizza as well. I like extra chilies on there. Well, okay, tell me like. your favourite pizza topping. If you were going to make your Crosta and Molica ready-to-top pizza, what would it okay, have so on it? Two types of mozzarella. Yeah. The pre-grated mozzarella you get in a bag. Yeah. But also fresh mozzarella as well. that you Lumps of it. Like, yeah, in a wet sack. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, sorry. Wet sack. That made me laugh. Um... So I like those two types of mozzarella. Yeah. Then I like a, a salami of some description. And it can be chorizo or chorizo. I'm not sure what the deal is there. Um, what do you call it? Chorizo. Ooh. Oh, if I was in um, Spain, I'd call it... Chorizo. Chorizo? Chor- chor- chorizo. No, because Jose yeah, is J. Yeah. Chorizo. Chur- 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 because it's Z. It's yeah. not an S. Chorizo yeah. would be if it was an S. Oh, and it's S a Z. is okay. it's a Z. Chorizo. I would go chorizo, but some kind of salami-based pepperami type thing. Yeah. Mushrooms, and then they have these chilies. mushrooms. Yeah, I love a mushroom. Mm-hmm. They have these chilies that I can only get in Sainsbury's and St Albans. They don't have them in Sainsbury's. They here. don't have them. Um, I've anyway, looked but it's a jar of all chilies, the time, and it looks like they're Polish or Russian or something like mm. that. You get them in the special 
section, the special world food section. And mm-hmm. um, I chopped them up. And they're very similar to the types of green chilies that you get from um, Pizza Express. Yes. Not jalapenos. No, not no. spicy hot like that, just a bit they're vinegary. More vinegary. Mm-hmm. They are a bit spicy. So mm-hmm. with that, they're a tiny bit spicy, but not like a jalapeno. Yes. Oh, they're mm. good. Mm. And then I'd cover the whole thing in chili oil and then bang it in the oven. Mm-hmm. I make my own chili oil. So it's olive oil with a lot of chili flakes in it and then three or four garlic. You've got to get one of those going here. Yeah, I will. I'll get it. I'll get it Mm. on the move. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's great. For Holly. Yeah. Can I quickly tell you what I'd have? Yeah. I would have not grated mozzarella. I would go lumps of mozzarella. Yeah, well, I'd do both. I would go Mm. red onion. (gasps) Red onion I'd put on it as well. Red onion. I would go um, olives. Um, I would go um, pepperoni. Yeah, great. I would go, I'd go meat feast. Oh, I'd go I meat sausage feast. meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would, um, uh, uh, and that's it, I think. Yeah, okay. Like really basic. Great. Yeah, I a also, heart attack on a pizza yeah. base. I also like that's a what pineapple I want. on there. A lot, lots of people really can't What? Pizza. But if it goes really spicy, the little pineapple bit just a bit takes sweet. off it. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, I'm highly <laughs> recommending these Crosta and Molica ready-to-top pizza bases. Can I also um, just want to say, yeah. how many do you get in a... Just one. Because £2.10 10 is a good price, but if you think about what you pay for a pizza, £11, oh, yeah. pounds, by the time you put your topping on, yeah. um, it's, what, what it's like a, a fiver and you've got exactly what you want yeah. and that's a meal. Um, but it's really funny, you know, like I always think, oh, how do brands gather traction? You know, mm. like when you think about... Via this show, brand, that's how yeah, yeah. brands gather traction. But oh, I, I was introduced to these mainly because the packaging looked quite nice to start yeah. with. And then I bought the wraps. Yeah. And, and now I'm on pizza bases. And now I'm looking at everything else that they've they ever do. made. Yeah. We ha- we're, so but I, we have that. Once you love a brand, yeah. you love everything they do. I've now become slightly brand loyal to these lot. And I want to see what else is going on. They but, feel authentically Italian. But they might not be. You know, like they might be from Chorley or something. Uh-huh. You know. um, Steve Croster. But good. And Larry, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Larry Mollica. Mollica. Ah. From Chorley. Um, so anyway, give that a <laughs> shout and see how you get on. But I right enjoyed them, I did. That's really made me laugh. <laughs> the guys from Ch- Chorley. Hi. I love the word Chorley, said in a northern it's accent. Good, isn't it? It's um, really great. In, in Peter Kay's car share, he yeah. listens to Chorley FM, which is a fictional radio station. Oh, oh. Um, and he says... Yes, he does. I remember that. And the strap line is, Chorley FM, coming in your ears. <laughs> it's quite funny, isn't it? It's just the sound it's going rude. in your ears. Yeah. yeah. It's rude. <laughs> I guess because ears could be rears, right? Coming in your ears. Mm. Just mm. the word coming, coming yeah, is funny. Okay, yeah, like, is I funny. forget in your ears, like, just, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> come oh, on, then. coming in your ears. Yes. Oh, now God, you get sorry. it. Right, sorry. What is gone. wrong with my joke getting today? We, yeah, well, like I said, it's nothing to do with the jokes. It's, it's uh, me. It's the listener. I'm going to blame the menopause. I basically, it, I literally blame yeah. everything oh, on the menopause. menopause. I've forgotten where everything is. It's yeah. the menopause. I don't know, you know, That's like, I'm in a reasons. bad mood. It's the menopause. Um, England lost. It, it definitely it was mm. my menopause. We were discussing the other day, in fact, about the word the. Yeah, the menopause. Uh, it's not the menopause. It's just menopause. It's my menopause. Is it? Yes. It's mm. like Arctic monkeys. Not the Arctic Monkeys. Not the Arctic Monkeys. And tell them that story that you told me about Paul Weller. Yeah, so there's a Paul Weller book I've got where he's doing the artwork for the song Changing Man and the artist keeps coming back with the Changing Man (laughs) and he keeps crossing it out and there's like four versions of it and in the end he just says, please stop putting the, it's just Changing Man. But the song... No, the song is I'm a... I'm a Changing Man. Not the Changing Man. I'm not the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the... It's so overused, right? It's so overused. They should just be Beatles... Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Jam. Yes, jam. Jam is bold, isn't it? (laughs) We're not the jam, we're just jam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so forget the... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So I, um, I'm, I'm, I mean, I feel a bit guilty because I'm telling you this story for the third time. Cause yeah, this no, podcast I'm just going to pretend. I'm going to It's being recorded yeah. for the third time. Um, like but... This is a brand who the not that long ago I went away with um, five girlfriends for a very good friend of mine Georgie's birthday mm-hmm. and we these are women who are all really cool with clothes and yes. making things and they always are really good at finding little brands and um, creating the gift bag that we got had those smiley face slippers in and yes. I was like oh my god they just kind of source brilliant things. Yeah. Anyway, one of them told me about this brand called Azurina. Now, men aren't the... Oh, my God, like, every time. That's a funny word, Azurina. It sounds what? like part of your reproductive organs. Like, I've got a blockage in my Azurina. I'm going to have my Azurinas removed. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I've got a funny feeling in my Azurina. Yeah. yeah. Um, but actually, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of connected to the Azure... Like Cote d'Azur, the Cote d'Azur, okay. Um, in the south of France, but it's men don't feel the same way about personalization of their goods. I don't think like, so. You wouldn't be really, really excited if you got a wallet with your initials on it. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe. Because literally, I personally, I would like, I would initial everything. I love personalized yeah. stuff. Anything sparkly and mm. anything with my initials on okay. is amazing. And this brand um, is your one-stop shop for personalised, seasonless, ultra-chic leather and faux leather, so for any Great. vegans, yep. um, bags and accessories that are really affordable, like sort of between 150 and £250 for a bag. Okay. And they're very, very nice. Um, but the best bit is that they personalise them and gift-wrap them for free. Nice. So you buy the you like, buy the thing, but yeah. they will personalise it and gift wrap it for free. Okay. Now that is that's yes. really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they started small, um, and they launched a sort of smallish collection, and then they've built and they've built, and it can be like a weekend bag, a little grab bag. They've got some fantastic storage ideas, and their strap line is helping you be your best bougie self since 2017, baby. <laughs> Bougie self. Bougie. That's a that's a real teenage girl thing. Like, um, oh, you're she's so bougie. Like my girls talk about that all the time. Bougie is like kind of um, it's not cool. Cool, I would think of as kind of minimal and bougie's quite sort of got all the pretty things like pretty nice girly, um, legally blonde bougie. Mm, okay. I think I, think I, I, I could have that completely yeah. wrong. So I'm just going to show you a few of the things that they make um, mm-hmm. because they do uh, things Ooh. like beanies. little knitted beanies that you can have with your initials on, mm-hmm. um, which is a little bit early in the year, I think. But beauty matching sets. Let me have a look at that. Um, it had the word matching in it. They had me at matching. So uh, here we what go. they've got is things like... They've got a leather sort of large pouch bag, which would be great to carry things like makeup in. It's £38, but then don't forget that you get free personalization with your initials on Mm -hmm. and packaging. And they've got medium pouch and they've got card holders, but they do them all in the same color. So then you can get the handbag, you can get a clutch bag. You know, if you know somebody like my sister-in-law, Kate, she loves orange, so she would have orange everything okay so if you wanted to get her anything but you know down to kind of a little card holder uh it's on sale at the moment 18 pounds and don't forget that they gift wrap these and then this is one of my favorite things they do um 
a double zip perspex makeup bag Ew. so unbelievably useful you can mm. see what's in it at the moment they've got a sale on 10 pounds off it's 40 pounds and if you were looking for a little present for a friend lots of things for under 20 pounds mm. that you can get personalized and it just feels special it feels like somebody's made an effort and yeah. really thought about you if you get something personalized so you can go there um, by typing in the azurinastore.com um, and you'll see everything that's on there. It's interesting. We talked about this before as well, about trying to get a domain name or trying to get a yeah. trademark on a name or something mm. like that. It's so hard. I'm trying to trademark my business at the moment. God almighty, it, it's oh, virtually well, impossible. I was amazed because I totally hadn't thought about it. Mm. But when you think of Doogie Howser, MD... Mm-hmm. Like your initials MD in America mean doctor, yeah, which is a nightmare. So there's because lots. trying to trademark anything in America with MD in it. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. So there's lots of and there's lots of healthcare, beauty products, health and well-being things all centered around this MD thing. Obviously, I can't use my own name either, Michael Douglas. I'm sure that's trademarked to the death. So it, it's really, really hard. So MD London is my kind of working name, if you like, my Instagram account and all the rest of it's all MD London. But somebody already has like MD Health and stuff like that. And I said, but it's MD London. And somebody said, yeah, but that's like saying you could open a business called Nike London. You, yeah, can't, you, can't, you just can't no. take a bit of somebody's but I guess, trademark um, and use it. MD is initials. It's quite difficult that, yeah. isn't it? Like, yeah. it's amazing that you can trademark initials. We can just trademark letters, essentially. Yeah, but that, that make is... Make up a word. Or, I mean, Nike's a made-up word, right? Like... Yeah, but Nike feels like a word. MDs feels like it's letters, mm, it not something. It well, you can't say m. It's not a word. Mm. It's initials. Mm. So you know, that AJ or with the, with the lawyer, mm. and it's like I know, I'm sorry, lawyers. Like, are... You just can't. You can't like crikey. So anyway, mm. we might find a way around it, but trying to get a domain name. So I assume making up a name like Azurina um, is a good way around. But it. even they couldn't get Azurina.com. Yes. They've had to say the azurinastore.com. Mm. I launched a shampoo brand once called Vivality. And obviously it was trying to say Vitality, but mm. anyway, it just couldn't because of all the legal mm. problems. Uh, incidentally, it only lasted about a year. Nobody ever bought it. Nobody when was that? It, was. Oh, it would have been like 1997 or something like that. It was years ago. And it wasn't my product. I, I was l- helping launch it on behalf of another oh. company. Um, amazing, isn't it? Um, I've got a a great TV recommendation. Okay, great. Now, as you know, I've been listening to Real Dictators, uh, the Colonel Gaddafi story written by my good friend Jeff Dawson. I've loved the podcast and it's got me slightly hooked into dictators and their pasts. And boom, on Netflix, all of a sudden, there is something called How to Become a Tyrant. (laughs) (laughs) And obviously, it was like, ding! Oh, I'm interested in that. Have you told... You should tell Jeff about it. He'd love it. He listens to this podcast, so he's going to find out uh, very quickly all about it. So, How to Become a Tyrant is... uh, I think it's about an eight-part series... And it's covering all the great tyrants, if that is a phrase <laughs> that I can use. What, and trying to look for similarities or... Um... Well, it's kind of like... Um, it basically presents itself as a book of how to become a tyrant because they've all essentially, the, the great tyrant, Stalin, Hitler, Gaddafi, have all followed a certain set of rules to oh become... Oh, my God. Do you, think, like, do you think they would actually kind of look at each other and... Yes, that's exactly what they've done. <gasps> is they thought, well, what did Hitler do in this situation? No. Start a war. Okay. To remain in power, I probably need to start a war. You put everybody in a state Is that of part fear, of the blueprint? It's part of the blueprint to become a tyrant. <gasps> it basically goes through all the things that you could do to maintain power, keep your people in a state of fear, and maintain them voting um, fear. Excuse me, they didn't need to start a war for the last two years. What? No, no. They've kept their people in a state of fear, a fear in the last anyway, two years, yes. haven't they? Well, that would probably be another bit of the play, the playbook, I think they call it, of how to become a tyrant. Anyway, it's really good. And if you're interested at all in history, as lots of people are, and rightly so, especially uh, young people as Chester well. Chester would love doing, this. Yes, I mean, my kids as well. And what is also good about it is that I mean, first of all, episode one's Hitler, episode two's Saddam Hussein, mm. episode three, Idi Amin, mm. episode four, Colonel Gaddafi, Stalin is in there. You know, so these are all people that you learn about in some way, shape or form or get referenced as cultural reference points. And you can just go and learn a bit about it. Each episode's about 40 minutes long. Oh, that's perfect. So, like, have you any idea 
about Hitler's past before he reigned. No, no none, none at all. So it's all in here. So you could have a nice little snapshot of what happened. Yes, to and him. what he was like as, a person. Was like as a person. So He's is a there failed artist? Essentially. Uh, well, I was going to say, that? is there um, is there a pattern to their childhoods? Yes, there is a pattern to their childhood. Most of them are born. Uh, quite poor working class families. I mean, Gaddafi was born as a Bedouin in the desert, essentially, mm-hmm. so like a, mm-hmm. a gypsy, really. Had to self-educate. Mm-hmm. Um, Stalin had been to prison. Hitler had been to prison as well. So do you think prison's a connection? Uh, they definitely learn their kind of ideology and go slightly crazy in prison. And when they get out of prison, they're determined to change everything. And for whatever reason, through people they met before they went to prison or after they went to prison, they managed to organise some kind of coup. Um, and, and gain some power. It's crazy, it isn't is it? It is amazing. Because what you've got to realise also is the level of achievement to take over an entire country when you're from an impoverished background. It's incredible ambition. Mm. And, I mean, you don't want to call it talent, but it's a skill. I mean, it's an unbelievable skill. And it's skill. a shame they didn't use that skill for, yes, good, for good, really. All that power that they The amazing wield. thing is that they believe that they did that's what's crazy about it. Oh, they see. believe that they are the only good idea there is out there that can save the nation. I mean, that's m- madness, obviously. Obviously, what happens in our country is people get voted out mm-hmm. and there's a, there's a limit to how long you can be in mm-hmm. power because mm-hmm. most of them go crazy after a certain mm-hmm. length of time. But one of the interesting things uh, I do, I, I did pick up on this from a personal point of view, is yeah. most of our leaders in this country are very well-educated, very privileged background, mm. and obviously go on to lead the country. And we're all largely kind of angered by the fact that they start off with this privileged idea and this, this mm. education at Eton and Oxford, the Bullingdon Club, and then go on to yes. a life in yes. politics, a career politician, mm. they call them, you know. But the alternative is perhaps take people from an impoverished background uh, and find that, uh, for whatever reason, it starts to malfunction, that there isn't some kind of... I mean, I guess you can't generalise because these are specific people they that are. have been through very specific and it's not, a, it's not probably that easy to... But it... It is funny because you would think that it, they would be a certain type of person. I'm surprised to hear that mm. yeah. they all had that kind of background, mm. the tyrants. And maybe they do all start off with great intentions, but because there's no opposition, because they kill them all, <laughs> they just go insane. Anyway, it's a fantastic exploration of what happened to these people, what happened to these countries. Mm. And the thing is, I guess, as you learn about this stuff to make sure it doesn't happen in your own, your own soil, mm. um, I think... You'd hope it would be impossible that it would happen here or mm. in the West, but I don't think it's impossible. I think mm. it is possible. Well, we have to keep an eye out. Yes, but I, I also think I, I'm not averse to the idea that, that really well-educated people that have been through a private education end up leading. I, I, I don't have a problem with that in the sense that yeah. I hear lots of people do have problems with it. And I think, yeah, but I think it's not... Um... I think it's so, like you said, you I think I think I think sometimes um, what happens when you have uh, lived a very entitled life from birth, mm-hmm. and what what I mean when I say entitled is that you haven't really known financial yes. hardship, hardship or um, or yeah. or emotional hardship that your life's been pretty good mm-hmm. is that you, it's hard to relate to people yeah. um, who. Uh, who have had Mm. a very hard life Mm. and there is a disconnect there. Mm. So that's why it's, you know, it's kind of like, but you don't understand us. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes people can have had a very entitled life financially, but emotionally have Mm. known great pain and therefore be able to relate to people in Mm. a much better way. Or might look like they've had a nice time financially. I think people often assume that I've led a very entitled life. But, yes. you know, my parents, my dad got made endlessly redundant. Mm. I got, I was asked to leave home at 19 because my parents were moving into a flat and they didn't have enough room for me. And mm. um, I'd had no money. I was like, I had to go get a job and like rent a room. I, I got into massive debt Yeah. when I was 17. Like, I, I, I'm not as entitled as you would Yes, as, I, I totally as people would expect yes. me to be, but um, and so it's a, it's an interesting thing. Even that word "entitled" has become sort of weaponized. I think. Yes. But anyway, um, we're, I, I, we're 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 sort of. Yes. But that's a very good idea. Oh, can I just quickly say yes. to you? Because I don't know how long we've got, but mm-hmm. Sophie, mm-hmm. 
You told me to watch Sophie. Yeah, yeah. Me that? and Holly binge watched it. Yeah, yeah. I'd watched the first episode, mm. said to Holly she's got to go and watch the first episode, and then we just smashed the next two together. Right. It was fascinating about a murder in Ireland. He recommended it on the podcast maybe last week, week mm. before. I was a bit jealous that you'd seen it. And um, and it was really, really, really good. It's yeah. a true crime um, documentary on Netflix, um, Sophie. How to Become a Tyrant is on Netflix. They're about 40 minutes each. Um, What's the IMDb rating? 7.5. That's good. Which is pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. All the episodes have got slightly different ratings. But the Hitler one and the Stalin one are the two biggies, I think, yeah. that everybody should watch. I think they're really yeah. fascinating okay. and probably had the biggest effect on the Western world. I've, I've really enjoyed it and I've learnt loads. Great. I want to talk breasts. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, so I was on QVC um, yesterday. Uh, I did a little edit for them and I was also talking about my fitness range that uh, I was selling on there. And that was a little bit of a plug. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I just thought it, I'd get it. that in there. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I, I did this edit and they asked me to come up with, it was basically a kind of making the cut um, edit for mm. QVC. And... I, I talked about a product that somebody on our podcast recommended maybe a year ago and I bought one and I didn't get it when it arrived. I didn't understand how it worked and it's called a boob buddy. Oh, yes. Okay, and the boob yes. buddy is basically a thick piece of elastic mm -hmm. that anybody with a size, well, anybody with a boob that bounces um, should wear if they feel at all uncomfortable when they run. I have to say that supporting your chest and your chest muscles and the find like the tissue around your breasts when you run or do any kind of high impact exercise you don't even need to be running is really important and it does have an effect on the elasticity of your of your skin and um, we must really look after them and when you jump up and down basically you put this boob buddy piece of elastic over the top of your sports bra um, above your nipple and just strap it with the Velcro around your back. They do three sizes. Um, they might even do four sizes. Um, and I use the small. And it is extremely effective. So basically what happens when you wear a sports bra, the sports bra straps you in. So when you do your run, the down, the down sort of pull force... Mm -hmm. Um, is covered with your bra but then they bounce back up again which causes it still causes a bounce mm -hmm. this boob buddy straps your boobs down so you can't they don't bounce up right they just they just, they just stay, stay. and it is revolutionary and it is inexpensive and yeah. it is really really amazing so um, I would just highly, highly recommend a so, boob buddy. Even if you're walking in the street, if you've got massive knockers and it's painful for you to walk in the street, get a boob buddy, it'll be fine. Um, I haven't seen you in the boob buddy. Yeah. Maybe... Um, I haven't run. Maybe we could do some demonstration in the garden I'll do some demonstration. I'll do some jumping on. up and down. And do some wobbling about a bit. Wobble I'll, about. I'll have a look. See. You can check. I can assess. Could you, you can... do one boob but not the other and then I could see if there was a difference? No. No, it has to no. be both. It's got to be both at the same okay, time. Okay, I'll have a little sneaky peek at that later. We've just had a message come through from Corin7473 that says, just listen to episode 12. This is where you got a bit weepy about yes, Disney. Yes, Disney, yes. It really yes. works for the viewing figures, the, the ratings, I think, you crying. <laughs> get you to cry at least I'll try, I'll try, and, okay, yeah. I'll try and do that. Like, um, yeah. You know, I, if I could just reference Disney every so often, it would yeah, bring, bring you down, right? I'm very, very sad that I'm not going this year. It says, Davina McCall, you have to go to I Disney. I do need to go this year. year. I think I need to go this I, year. I'm, I'm slightly offended that she's not put me in there. I need to go as well. That would be that would be nice. Can I can I really confess something now? Yeah. And this is quite important for our, our relationship. Yeah. When we first sort of got together... Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't sure about how much you would release yourself yes. to the innocence of yeah. Disney. Mm -hmm. um, but I now feel like you understand how I feel about it and you I would do, let do yourself understand. go yeah. more. Yeah, sure. But do, do you know what I mean? Do you I do know, know what I mean? Yeah, yes. Because, you're because if you go with any level of cynicism, yes. it ruins it for everybody else yeah. because then they feel foolish well, for entering into that I, world of pure... I think had we gone 
in the early days of our relationship, mm. you would have detected a lot of cynicism. Mm. But now you but wouldn't be cynical? No, I think I'd be a lot less cynical uh, now. Um, I really appreciate that. Oh, well, it, it, you're very welcome. I mean, if you love something, then you love it. And I'd be very mm. happy that you get to immerse yourself in it. And I think, like, because you see me so happy, mm. it might make you really happy. Yes, I mean, I am happy. <laughs> like, I'm already happy. I've always been quite happy. You I've are. Got a, a very happy disposition. Yeah, you I have. I was talking to my, bumped into my brother yesterday in Soho. So nice. So weird. So nice. So we went for a beer. Um, it was only 12 o'clock. Mm. He can drink all the time, my brother. Yeah, he's young. But I found a beer that was only 2.2%. Oh, clever. Like half of that. It was Love really it. good, yeah. Love it. Um, I'll have to find out what it is because I would like to recommend it. Um, but anyway, we were talking about the fact that we both have this slightly happy disposition. Mm. And Grant I does. need very much, yeah. Um, which is nice. Mm. Anyway, it says, I was nervous about going, but if you are vaccinated, it's very safe. Uh, she went in April, and it was brilliant, heading back in well, October. Can I, correct, Corin? I've just got to say, yeah? Corin's my kind of girl. She went twice in this year. She's going back she's, in October. She's my kind of girl. For the 50th anniversary. What? My kids begged me. In October? That's what it says. 50th anniversary? Of Disney. I'm maybe. going. Would right, it be the 50th it. anniversary of Disney? That is it. I'm going to talk to the kids. That. Or maybe um, but I think it's park. I think it's Disney Florida. Okay, um, great. Um, can we just talk about the post that I've posted on my Instagram account of Noel Fielding Noel that Fielding. Fat Tony? Yeah. T- it's very yeah. funny. It is very funny. Go to yes. my Instagram account. There is a picture that Fat Tony posted of me. It's not me. It's Noel Fielding, but he does really look like me. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, Lindsay Mac. McMahon. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about it because we had difficulty mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Uh, with the surname in the past. Post crossing sounds great. I'm going to do one. This was something we talked about yeah. two episodes ago. Thank you. I'm afraid to ask, please uh, ignore, if not allowed. But the guys at the Northwest Ambulance Service at Warrington Station will be doing a half marathon to raise money for charity. Uh, mind. It must be a mental health charity, right? Charity yeah, mind. Yeah. yeah. Charity close to our hearts, the line of work. We will complete the run carrying all the equipment we would carry on a cardiac arrest. Wow. Including a patient on a stretcher. Sorry, is this a half marathon? Yep. Carrying a patient on a stretcher. Oh, my God. Wow. It's going to be a dummy on the they stretcher. They definitely though. deserve. <laughs> but how are people going to sponsor? A bag of oxygen and a defib. Just giving yes. stretcher hyphen run. Yes. So go to the Just Giving page slash fundraising slash stretcher hyphen run well done Lindsay um, send us a message to tell us how that goes because crikey O'Reilly that sounds I did a nine mile speed walk once with the Royal Marines uh, with a backpack on uh, so hard it didn't have any bullets in it but blimey O'Reilly it nearly mm. killed me Lucy Anderton hi loving the podcast I have another recommendation please look into it as I really think you'll find them fantastic if you search for Japanese films on the kids Netflix films it will come up with lots of similar looking films not sure what the production company is called they are amazing you might think they are for children but they are so much more than that you will be blown away I wonder if they're anime they are anime oh so Lucy I I wanted to read this out because my son Joel who is 15 does nothing but watch these Japanese films on Netflix and YouTube and all the rest of it. He adores them and he gets me to watch them. And we watched one together, actually. We did, yeah. And you're absolutely right. They are amazing. They are complex stories mm. that are not just for kids. And sometimes and the music and the it makes me very emotional. They yeah. do these kind of um, fantasy scenes, which make me a bit... Well, I, I love, I mean, I listen to various psychologists on, on the YouTubes and one of the, the theories or one of the things they come up with is, is that you don't choose the things you're interested in. The things that you're interested in choose you. And this is happening that's a nice... Yeah, like you don't get to choose what you like or don't mm. like. Mm. You just happen to like stuff and don't like other stuff, mm. right? And this has happened to, to my son in front of my very eyes. Mm. There is nothing socially constructed about his idea of liking anime. I'd, I've never watched it before. There's nothing anime related in my house. But he has found it, seen it, and it's hooked into him in a really mm. brilliant way. He mm. loves it. So thanks, Lucy Anderton, for that. And uh, hopefully other people might be interested in going exploring that as well. Um, what's this from Tina Hobley? This is also cool. English Heritage have created a St. George's flag with surnames. You can check if yours is on it. Request an ad. What do you think that is? Uh, English United, a flag by English Heritage. Oh, we'll have to look into that. 
Yeah, that looks interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, no, this was the thing Louise wanted to talk about. Podcast day. I'm working on my own at the moment as my parents are taking a well-earned break. Um, and listening to this uh, makes my week. Your podcast makes me feel like I've got friends around me and I don't feel so alone. Oh, that's very that's nice. really quite nice. quite a few messages like that. I'm really pleased about that. Yeah. Anyway, this. Good. I saw this and thought it was a brilliant idea, especially for people like me who kill oh, plants very easily. That's me, Louise. I'm yet to discover how amazing it is, but thought I'd share it with you. So it looks like it's a kind of app called <gasps> the Plant In app. Oh, and my God. it tells you how and when to water things. So if you have a plant. No. Yeah, so it identifies plants. Plant so, In app. Is it free? Uh, I'm not sure, so we'll have to have a look. Full plant of interest uh, based on climate. So I think oh, it recognises the God. plant in the picture and then it tells you how to look after it. And identifies diseases as well. How much sunlight it needs, how much <gasps> water it needs and all the rest of it. That's good, is it not? That's so good. Louise, Louise thank you. Marvellous. I'm plant in app. I'm doing it right now. Okay, so this is the big one. Hi, guys. Just heard today podcast. Really enjoyed it. So sweet that Davina gets so emotional about <laughs> the Disney Magic Kingdom. I am the same. A couple of caravan holidays to Skegness as a kid dreaming of Disney. It really does bring out the emotions for me too. I loved how when Davina was upset, Michael apologised and said... I apologised. And I said, don't be daft. Don't be daft. In a very northern <laughs> way. Uh, yes, uh, interested in the Val Kilmer documentary. I cannot wait for that. I'm always obsessed, obsessed with Jim Morrison and a little bit... Oh, like sounds Michael like you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Funny. As he played the part so well. Remember one of the quotes was, whoever controls the media controls the mind. What would he say? Yeah, I know, it's God. amazing, isn't it? Lastly, if you're on a northern tour, you both know York is fabulous, but also about 10 miles away is a market town called Malton. I know Malton. It's Do a, you? the food capital of Yorkshire. Well, I know where it is, and I've been there before. Um, it has some cracking independent shops and galleries to visit. Um, the, the Kemp's General Store and a bookshop is a must. Have a great weekend, guys. It's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming home. Paula, oh, it didn't come Paula, home. Paula, it but went away. One day we will make our way to Moulton, that's for sure. Um, thanks, everybody, very much indeed for listening. I've just downloaded the Plantin app. Oh. I'm very, very excited about that because I kill everything. Well done. Um, I've got like 10 other things to talk about, but we've got to go. This is so funny because we were both stressing immensely about the fact that we did not have enough to talk about. I know. It never happens. And now, you know, we're done. It never happens. We've um, always got more to talk about. Okay. Next time, we're going to try and film it and not uh, malfunction everything. And everybody go and download uh, We've Lost Dance. We've Lost Dance, yeah. Maybe Saskia could play out 15 seconds of the song. We've Lost Dancing. Love you. Bye. Bye. All these things that we took for granted. We've lost dancing. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.